What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Against the Grain. I love y'all, man. We're going to pray. We're just going to jump right in. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for this day. Thank you for another opportunity to be able to share what it is you've placed on my heart. God, I thank you for every listener. I just thank you for this podcast. I thank you for this platform. I thank you for transformation, God. I thank you that you are our Lord and Savior, God, King of kings and Lord of lords. God, I just pray that you get glory from this podcast, from this talk, from this conversation. I pray for the mental health, the spiritual health, the physical health, God, and just the well-being of your people and everyone under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. What's up, y'all? Um, it's been a minute. Actually, no, it really it hasn't. Um, getting a podcast a month. I don't think I dropped one in July. Um, but uh, I can't believe this year is more than halfway over. Um, it's crazy. I don't know about y'all, but to me, it's going by really fast. Um, and it's a lot. It's been a lot going on this year, man. Um, a lot. So I figured I'd just check in, do a wellness check. Because one thing I've learned this year and with the pandemic and, you know, now we got Delta and all this other stuff to worry about. But there's one thing I learned over this past year, um, year or two, year and a half, 2020 to now. It's just the importance of, of, of taking care of your mental, like not just mental health, but just health and well-being in general, health and wellness. Um, but especially like mental health and how much your mental health affects the rest of you, like physically, uh, spiritually. All of that. So I figured I'd do this podcast just to check in, you know, and let y'all know how I'm doing. Um, and just like some of the things that I've been dealing with and going through this year. And just to kind of talk and to talk with y'all. know, it's a lifestyle, you know, against the grain. Going against the grain is, is a lifestyle. And this is taking care of yourself um, is a big part of that, you know, especially living in a world and a culture where everybody telling you to grind all the time and work harder than everybody else and you know, sleep is for the rich and all this other stuff, you know, it's okay, you know, to, to, to take care of yourself. Like if you're working all the time, you're not resting and you can't be at your optimal self if you're not taking care of yourself, especially your mental. Um, so yeah, just talking about that with me specifically and just some of the stuff that's been going on, man, I do got a, a lot of good things happening. A lot of things that I'm working through. Um, but this year, man, has been, it's been something, I will say. Um, some of y'all may know, some of y'all may not know for all like the newer listeners. Um, just graduated from Tuskegee in the fall of 2020. Um, engineering. Started working full-time as an engineer here in Huntsville. Um, shout out to God for that opportunity. Um, so that's new, that's different. Definitely in a new season. And of course, with a new season comes new challenges, um, new adjustments, um, you know, a transition period. Um, dropped some music in February. I dropped the project in February called Human for those of y'all, um, new listeners, uh, the last couple of podcasts, I kind of been like correlating the, the titles, um, of the podcast to, to title, to song titles, um, on the project. Uh, it's available on all streaming platforms if y'all want to go listen. Um, it's Human, uh, by Kill Kamal. Um, so I did that, shot a music video, First Lady, uh, that was my first time being in the music video. Did that. Um, been reading a lot of books this year, man. Uh, a lot of books. Like I'm on like my like twelfth or thirteenth book. I set a goal for myself this year to get back into to get back into reading because I'm really a reader. Um, of course, like 
not just the Bible, but like in general, like a reader. But I haven't really been reading a lot lately. So I, I wanted to get back into that this year for myself, just to sharpen my mind, to absorb knowledge about different things. And I love learning. I love gaining knowledge. I love reading. Um, so read like a bunch of books. Uh, my three favorite books or that I've probably read this year probably would have to be Leadership Pain by Sam Chan, which I actually read that for, I actually reread that I had read once before. Um, probably Don't Drop the Mic, which is Bishop T.D. Jake's new book on communication and preaching, and probably Relational Intelligence by Darius Daniels. Um, but I also read um, this book called Procrastinate on Purpose by Roy Vaden. I read um, Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. That's a great one. Highly recommended. Uh, I've read Emotional Purity by Heather Paulson, I believe is her name. Um, I've read, what else have I read? I've read Bigger Faster Leadership by Sam Chand. I've read uh, The Shift by Keon Henderson. That's a great one. Um, that's a bunch more that I've read. That's what I remember on top of my head. But my favorite three will probably have to be Leadership Pain by Sam Chand. Um, Don't Drop the Mic by T.D. Jakes, Bishop T.D. Jakes, and Relational Intelligence by Darius Daniels. Uh, Leadership Pain, like I said, I reread that one. That one is really crazy, just in general. Let me say this. Like, every book I've read this year, when I read it, I kind of, like, experienced whatever I was learning in that book. Like, like whatever, like, time period, and I read pretty fast. Um, but whatever, like, week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, I was reading that book, I was going through and experiencing whatever the book was talking about, you know? Um, and it's really crazy how that works. Like, cause I didn't have a schedule for when I was going to read what book. I just kind of, you know, random, kind of random for real, but the Holy spirit, he knew. So, um, like with leadership pain, it, uh, it's a book by Samuel R. Chand. That's C H A N D Chand. It basically talks about the way to, it's a leadership book, obviously, and it talks about the way to become a better leader is to increase your threshold for pain. So learning how to embrace small doses of pain on the front end to prevent having to endure large doses of pain on the back end. And that leadership, when you're doing it correctly, is equal to pain. Um, and yes, leadership is hard and it's painful. Nobody denies that. Um, but just looking at it as both a privilege and a responsibility. He was saying, like, because you're a leader, those around you are sponges soaking up your attitude and your teachings about life. Whether no matter what capacity you're leading in, you know, whether it be on your job, um, with your significant other or your spouse or your children, your friends, your team, your church members, whoever you're leading in your community or in your sphere of influence. You know what I'm saying? And all of those people in your sphere are watching to see how you handle the pains of life and leadership. You know, the pains that life throws at you and being in a leadership role in that. And um, yeah, so it, it helps with that. And basically what he's saying is in leadership pain is don't run from the pain and don't deny it exists. It's actually the most effective leadership development tool the world has ever known. And he said you only grow to the level of threshold of your pain. So if you raise your threshold of pain, you can also raise your leadership ability. So it man, it really like changed my whole mindset on the way like. I see life, the way I go through things, especially with the amount of pain that I've experienced in my own personal life, like over this past year, 
from dealing with loss and grief and stuff throughout the pandemic, um, just to going through a transition and a new stage of my life and so many other things. And like one of the things I learned from leadership pain, like one of the things Sam Chance said on leadership pain is that like pain is, he said, growth equals change, change equals loss, loss equals pain. So growth equals pain by like, you know, the law of like translation or whatever. So like if, if, if you're going to grow, for you to grow, things have to change. Like when you grow, you get bigger, you get stronger. Like just think about something naturally growing. So growth equals change. If you're if you're if you're growing and you're staying the same and nothing's changing, are you really growing? You know what I'm saying? Just think about something physically as it grows. It gets bigger, it changes. Um, so growth equals change. Change equals loss. You know what I'm saying? As you grow, as you elevate, certain things, certain people, certain situations, certain stuff can't come with you. You know, so. Certain certain attitudes, certain habits you don't do anymore, you lose, it falls off. So in that growth comes change, with that change comes loss, and with that loss comes pain. Um, you know, it's painful to lose things. It's painful to let go of relationships, to outgrow people, to leave stuff behind. Um, so in, in an essence, growth equals pain. You know, he just talks about learning how to not run from that pain, but lean into it, to learn from it, to understand it, to make friends with it and see what it can teach you because if you're going to endure pain either way it goes because the rain falls on the just and the unjust like in this world you will have trials the bible says that but take heart for i've overcome the world but um if you learn to make friends with that pain you know what I'm saying not run from it but lean into it it can develop you you know and, and mold you and shape you into someone better someone uh, into a better leader um he was just saying how like leadership is a magnet for pain um, but it's a great book. Um, I encourage every every person to read it, every leader to read it, every person to read it for real, because everybody's a leader in their own right. Um, but yeah, and just talking about like how embracing pain is never easy, but all leaders have to do it. And like I said, if your level of if your threshold of pain is really low, don't expect to be a great leader, because when the going gets tough, you're not. You know what I'm saying? So that was. Um, uh, one of my favorite books from this year, one of the most helpful. Um, this is a little bit about that. Another book I read, like one of my other top three favorites from this year, was Relational Intelligence by Dr. Darius Daniels. Man, this book was so right on time. Um, man, basically this book is about learning how to identify and align the relationships in your life. Basically. Um, so how to identify the relationships in your life and how to align them properly. So, you know, like how, to, what to expect from each relationship for your own well-being. you know? So it's basically like, this book is basically a book on relationship management, um, which in the book, he says how relationship management is life management and every single area of your life is inevitably impacted by your relationships. So who you allow to be a part of your life and influence your life like has a huge impact on it and he's talking about like how your relations how people you know saying relationships which is what god like made us for like that is your most valuable resource your most valuable asset your most valuable commodity the most influential part of your life the source of greatest pain and greatest pleasure will more than likely be relationships not just romantic relationships but business relationships friendships and he basically breaks breaks down in this book relationships into four categories he says friends associates mentors and uh advisors and then like mentees basically and i'm telling you 
what gonna tell a lot of y'all up is that friends versus associates category. But um, it's a great book, a great read. Uh, I highly recommend it. He talks about your relational intelligence is basically the ability to discern if someone should be a part of our lives and what place they should occupy and then align them accordingly. It's the ability to appropriately define and align our relationships. And he's talking about how it may be difficult, but everyone should be loved appropriately, you know what I'm saying, and valued equally. But even though they should be loved appropriately and valued equally, they should be treated differently. And I know that's contrary. They may be contrary to popular belief, especially in like um, the Christian faith. But he even argues how it's biblical that, yes, you're supposed to love everybody. You're supposed to value everybody equally, but you shouldn't necessarily treat everybody the same. Everybody doesn't. Everybody's presence in your life doesn't weigh the same and hold the same amount of weight. And even Jesus, yes, Jesus loved everybody. He valued everybody equally as a life, you know, as a, as a son or daughter, you know what I'm saying? But he did not treat everybody the same. He didn't even treat all the disciples the same. You know what I'm saying? Even Jesus had an inner circle of disciples that he gave more access to him than the rest of them, you know? And it's like, we should treat everybody right. That's not saying you can treat some people. Like, no, no, no. You should treat everybody right, but that doesn't mean you should treat everybody the same. And relating to people properly should not be confused with treating them equally. You know, it's not just important that you have the right people in your life, but you have to have the right people in the wrong place. Because if you got the right person in the wrong place, it's still not going to be right. Um, having people in the wrong place in your life can cause things that should be held in confidence to get exposed. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, nobody want their business told. And if you got the right person in the wrong place or the wrong person in the right place, it could be bad for you. Um, and it ultimately affects your life, you know, so he talks about your relational intelligence. It's a degree of emotional intelligence in there and just your emotional capacity and all of that. So it's a great book. I highly recommend you read it, learn about your friends, your real friends versus your associates versus, you know, you need mentors and mentees, people over you to help and guide you and also people that you can help and guide and, and different things like that. So this is a really great book, um, very on time. Um, very practical, you know, it's not just like, you know, concepts and general, like he gives it like he, that's one thing I love about this book. It's practical, like down to language on how to tell people, know how to talk to people, like how you can say what you're trying to say to put somebody in a place gracefully yet truthfully, you know? So that was another great book and probably my favorite book that I've read this year that I just fell in love with instantly from the home team. You know what I'm saying? The general himself, Bishop T.D. Jakes, which some of y'all may not know, but I'm from Dallas, Texas. I grew up, you know, going to the Potter's house. Been listening to T.D. Jakes since I was four years old, man, since I since before I moved to Dallas. But like, yeah, like a lot of the communicator that I am and learning to be is heavily influenced by him. So him writing this book at this point in time in my life and me being able to read it so young was such a huge blessing. Um. And it's titled Don't Drop the Mic and the power of the power of your words can change the world, literally. And I believe that. And I honestly believe that, you know, I was put here on this earth to change the world using the power of my words and communication. And this book is is this is like the perfect book for that, you know, um, and it's basically about. In a nutshell, communication and It's not just for preachers, like there's a focus on preaching, yes, um, because Bishop T.D. Jakes is a preacher and it's not just written by him. It's also like co-written by Dr. Frank Thomas. And in the last 
uh, part of the book, Dr. Frank Thomas dissects Bishop T.D. Jakes' preaching style, but I highly recommend it for everyone, honestly. Like, it, it's about communication in general, it, especially if you're a ministry leader or a preacher um, or some sort of, like, public speaker, I highly recommend it. But even if you're not, this book just gives communication points and, and, and topics and concepts and overall just the way T Jakes writes and speaks like the diction he uses the flow um his style it, it oh my gosh it's like he writes in MLA you know format if that makes sense he like he writes in Times New Roman like stuff the way he talks it literally sounds like this man is like like bible verses sometimes you know but like it is it, really great um I highly recommend it. It's probably my favorite book I've learned this year. Um, and even from reading the book initially, even before I was able to soak it all in, you know, just upon reading it the first time, as I was reading it, I could feel and see my communication skills improving and just learning how to learn from other communicators, whether it be a preacher, whether it be a public speaker, whether it be an auctioneer, whether it be uh, an orator, a lawyer, you know, like just learning how to communicate and even then like communication is more than just verbal learning how to communicate with your body um learning how silence communicates how to use the, he calls it the pregnant pause like this book is like really great and i highly recommend it for everybody for real um especially those of you that are in roles that involve you to communicate or speak on some sort of platform um so shout out to bishop td jakes and dr frank thomas um but a lot of other books i've been reading um that's really been helping me, you know, keep my mind right and stay sharp um, and just, you know, continue to, to, to grow and learn and gain knowledge and wisdom that I can actually apply to my life. Um, that's what I will say about every book that I've, I've, I've read. It's, it's helped me in my life in some way, shape, form or fashion. I read Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover, The Best Life and Beyond Blessed by Dr. Robert Morris. Those are books on finances. Um, China Journal, still not great at that. Trying to get more consistent with journaling. Y'all pray for me. Um, I've been going to therapy. I highly recommend therapy to everybody, especially black people. Like, if you are a black person in this country, trauma is embedded in your DNA. African-American. If you have African-American, if you have African descent, African-American, African, black person, I everybody for real. Because we all go through trauma, whether it's big T trauma or little T trauma, you know, something that you see in a Lifetime movie or something that may not be a big deal to other people. Like, we've all been through some sort of trauma, and I highly recommend therapy to any and everybody. Like, yes, prayer works and all that, but therapy is a practical strategy to help go along and can really help with your mental. And it's really helped me, you know. I've been going. I went last year for a couple months, and I stopped. Um, and I started going back recently, and it's been helping me. Um, learn a lot of things about myself, about the way I feel, about what I'm going through, about the way I'm changing and becoming and reasons why and learning the root cause of things. And I, I just highly recommend therapy to any and everybody, um, whether it be virtual, in person, I know like with the pandemic and stuff, family therapy is cool. Um, and it gets tough, bro. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not like it's going to get tough. It may be some days you want to quit. It may be some things where you discover some stuff about yourself or about people in your life and things that have happened to you that you may not have had like an accurate view on or that you just when you dive into it and look back on it, you may learn more. You may find out some things about yourself or others that you don't like that you have to face and be willing to overcome. But 
you know, it's all part of the process. And if you really lean in and engage and actively participate, I will say if you don't actively participate in therapy, you won't. You get in, you get out what you put in, basically. Um, and I highly recommend, highly, highly recommend um, going to therapy. It, it, it's changing my life, man, um, little by little. Like my family, like people, like anybody that I'm in relationship with, you know, has seen even if it's a subtle difference in me um, and I can see it in myself and just realizing things about myself that I may not have realized before um, about just, you know, how I am now um, versus other seasons in my life. And as a result of some of the things that I've been through and that have happened to me and learning how to come out of those things and come out of some of those seasons and close some of those chapters and get understanding about them. Like I highly, highly, highly recommend therapy to everybody. Um, yeah, I know I've been reading my word. Um, studying uh, different things. I got some series coming up. You know, not really. When I say series, I don't mean like sermon series. This is a podcast. I'm not here to preach to y'all. It might get a little preachy at times. I'll probably remind y'all of this again when I start. But um, and that's coming real soon. I got some some special guests that I'm gonna start bringing on here. Get some of my friends on here. Get some great people on here to talk to y'all about some different things. Um, for those of y'all that have been rocking with me this far, thank you to all y'all that are just now joining in and to even all the people that are about to come because we about to really, we about to really ramp it up. I just want to say thank you and I appreciate all of y'all. Um, and y'all just check on your strong friends, man. Check on your friends, check on yourself, you know, do like self-evaluation, see how you doing, man. It is tough out here, bro. Life is hard. This podcast is really to encourage any and everybody that may be going through something that you are not alone, bro. Like, it's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to take a step back. Like, my friends been kind of like making, playfully making jokes with Loki serious because I've just been kind of MIA. You know, I've been still giving y'all a podcast every month, but I want to start getting more consistent with that. And I just really haven't, I've been working a lot, you know what I'm saying, on the grind. Um, I've been kind of to myself a lot therapy is really helping me come out of that um been working on my you know family stuff um working on my relationship um working on my relationship with god um prayer life all of that man and i really took a step back from a lot of things and kind of closed myself off um and in a way i kind of isolated myself which wasn't good but part of it um, before it got to that point, it was me just taking a step back to to make sure I was getting myself together and never feel bad for that, bro. Because you can't you can't help anybody else, but if you don't help yourself, like you can't you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can do anything for other people, you know. And with the way the world is right now and how things are going and just the way life has changed and is currently changing and you know and just everything that's going on, like your mental health is it's always been important, but it's even more important now more than ever. And it can even start to affect you physically. And it's hard to have a better relationship with God spiritually. And it's hard to it's harder for you to um, be more anchored spiritually when your mind and emotions aren't right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just encourage anyone that's going through anything to know you can make it through it, that you're not alone, that if, any, if nobody praying for you, I am. Um, because I do be praying for y'all. Uh, and just um, take care of yourselves, man. Uh, like I said, read your word. Familiarize yourself with the promises of God. If what you're seeing in your life is is not what you want to see or whatever, um, go to that. Go to the word and find the promises of God. 
and remind him of, of, of take ownership and take possession of that promise. And in your prayer life, remind God of his promises that you have access to and keep praying those promises over your life until it starts to align with that, bro. Like, I'm telling you, um, thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, I was watching a sermon from Stephen Chandler. He was talking about that today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, just making sure that it's already done in heaven and you just praying so it can overflow. You can see it be done on earth, bro. Um, but I just want to get on her and do like a wellness check with y'all. Let y'all know what's up with me. We got a lot of, a lot of interesting things coming. I might have some new music for y'all coming soon. I ain't been in the studio since like February, March. So I think I'm finna get back in the studio. Uh, you know, I might even get back around to the photography. We'll see. Um, but I'm finna go on vacation soon. So maybe when I get back from vacation and then take this little mental rest and like time to like rejuvenate, recuperate, get some R and R, some rest and relaxation, and and soak up the sun on the beach somewhere and get my mind right and just chill. Cause I've been working hard and trying to get my mind right and get myself back. So probably after that. I'm going to have a lot of stuff for y'all, and we just going to ride this wave the rest of the year. And for the rest of our lives, real, because going against the grain, it's not just a one-time thing. Like, not conforming to this world, but being transformed and renewing your mind, that's something we're doing every day, bro. It's, it's a lifestyle. So, um, I just want to encourage y'all to keep going, take care of yourselves, and just let y'all know I love y'all, and I'm praying for y'all. And um, We'll be back soon with another one because we really finna get the ball rolling on this podcast, man. Like, I got a lot of stuff coming for y'all. Like, stuff that's been building up, like I said, over over a long time. And um, I've been learning. One thing I learned recently was just about capacity. It's not just about what you can hold in and what you can take in, but also what you can push out. And I've got a lot of stuff that's been going. I've, I've got a lot, of, a lot of stuff I've been soaking in that I'm ready to release and, like, let out. Um... So, yeah, hope y'all ready. Hope y'all excited. Um, quick little podcast today. Um, y'all stay tuned because I think the next podcast, if not the next one, then real soon, we're going to start having some fun. So, uh, with that being said, we're going to pray out, and that's going to be it for today. So, dear Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for another successful podcast, God. Thank you. Um, just for, for who you are and for looking out for us the way you do, God. I just pray, God, for anyone that may be going through something, for anyone that may be that may feel like they're stuck or stagnant, for anyone that may feel like the weight of the world is on their shoulders, for anyone that are going through mental battles, through battles with their emotions, God, through, through battles with their physical health, God. Anybody that may be going through anything, God, I pray, God, that we can come to you and find rest, God, that you can continue to be um, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, God, continue to be um, the Prince of Peace, Jesus, continue to be a healer, continue to be a comforter, just be everything that we need, God. I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice, God. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you help us to be able to identify things about ourselves, God, that we need to change, that we need to make better, God. Help us to have a heart like you, God. I pray that you continue to give us the will to do what pleases you, God. Father, we are, we do 
not want to conform to the pattern of this world, but we want to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, God. So we ask that you continue to renew our minds daily, God, and help us to come back to the things of you, God, and be anchored in you more than ever before, God. We just pray, God, that you help us to go against the grain, God, and, and live a life that goes against the grain of culture, God, but with the grain of the kingdom, God. So I thank you for each and every person listening. I thank you for the transformation. I thank you for the health and the wellness and the vitality and the revival that's about to take place in the lives, the hearts, and the spirits of everyone listening and all of your people, God. And we ask these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. So, thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Against the Grain. Y'all go against the grain this week. Love y'all. Peace.